Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Now to the first of our culture gurus for 2013, Mark Hadley on TV. Uh, the 2013 TV ratings war is just around the corner. Networks have come out with all guns blazing. Channel 7 remained Australia's leading primetime network last year, despite Channel 9 seriously lifting its game. About time. Channel 10... <laughs> what do we say, we'll be looking to rebuild after a disastrous 2012. Uh, the ABC was frequently beating Channel 10. Of course, Mark Hadley has crossed it all. Mark, welcome back for 2013. It's great to be here. Last time I saw you was on stage at Notes yeah, Live yeah, Newtown. I'm much better over a microphone than I am in person. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great night. Yeah. Now listen, official ratings commence in exactly a week's time. Most of the networks have already brought out some of their biggest shows for the year. Yeah, I mean, it's a real change of pace for how things normally happen. I mean, it's not that long ago that we would still be sitting pretty much in the pre-rating period's doldrums. We'd be going, oh, my goodness me, I can't believe they're still running Get Smart. Um, Bewitched is back again. You know, so there'd be things like that. (laughs) My favourite mark. Yeah, exactly. I'd cheer what I'd give it in exchange for some of those programs that are coming on now. I'd still think. But anyway, the the reason that that was was because, you know, in the old sort of system, there was no real way of, of gauging the multitude of other ways. I mean, we talk about an official ratings period, but the truth is that uh, program managers know pretty much who is watching now, you yes, know, by yes. virtue also of their own ability to monitor um, internet streams, their ability to monitor um, all sorts of downloads and things like that. They give them a very good idea of what's happening. They're watching the watchers. They're watching the watchers. And they're also uh, the integration of social marketing, uh, social networks you know, into um, a television programs has made it very easy to gauge in a way that was very hard before what people people's instantaneous responses. So you actually have to get up a lot earlier these days to start building market share in television. Uh, and which is good for us, you know, as the viewer. Yes. You don't wait till February to bring something out, particularly in this dog eat dog sort of market. Well, they are having to service us better, aren't they? Absolutely. I, mean, I, can, I can tell you from someone who works in television, there are fewer and fewer holidays over Christmas <laughs> New Year. Many and, of those shows just stay on. And, look, and in all honesty, there are uh, there are fewer resources to to yes. spin around the networks yeah. because uh, the rise and rise of internet television. Um, is seriously undercutting. And for that matter, and I'm not just saying like all the programs you could get that you could never get on Australian television. I'm talking about the fact that you can now start to program yourself so thanks to the DVR, you can basically say, okay, I'm choosing what I'm watching this week Too and right. never go to free-to-air again, yep. um, which is a very strange prospect for networks that have lived on this river of gold of sort of, um, you know, television advertising. Power to the people, my friend. Well, it's power yeah. to the people, but we've got to be very careful because we've got to remember these things have got to be paid for one way or another, yes. and you only get what you pay for. So if you keep pushing and, you know, if, if we can't find ways to fund these programs, I know this sounds silly, here am I, please no, get your Cap point. out, yes. get your cap out, start handing around the money for <laughs> Network 10. But if we can't find ways to fund them, what will happen to 10 is they will go one lower than what they did, you know, about five, eight years ago, actually, when they restructured the network then and, and aimed for a lowbrow market. Well, there's a reason why they're playing American Idol and not doing an Australian series. It's just too expensive. Yes. You know, now, and so we'll end up with cheap programming. Let's have a look at uh, some of the individual networks. Seven started off the year with My Kitchen Rules. 
Uh, 10 has MasterChef, the professionals, of course. Channel 9 is about to start the block, All Stars. What's your take, just quickly, on each of them? Oh, well, look, I, I think I can do it in one sentence, okay? <laughs> okay. It, is, it is the safe and predictable schedule for the year. Okay, yes. okay, everybody is going back to safe ground because, look, it might look like 7 is, a, is ahead, as you sort of said in your intro, but the truth is it is a nice-edge battle yes. between 7 and 9, and 9 is not that far away from 10. You know, the truth is that, you know, you have a situation where financially people can get knocked off. So you see a lot of return programs. We're seeing sixth and seventh seasons. Dancing with the Stars is back for its 13th season. I know. Look, uh, for for those who don't see TV, yeah, we just yawned. And the truth is that there's a whole lot of, um, of envy television going on at the moment. Okay. And everything to do with celebrity and everything to do with your potential to be a star and everything for your ability to, I don't know, cook up a dream and somehow become famous. I think one of the sort of programs that really sort of points it out for me is like that the whole cooking genre is cheap to do. Oh, yes. Yeah, but it but it's sort of it is flooded the market and people keep battering away at that one until it finally dies. So you've got master professionals, but but you've also got the ABC coming in with a taste, which is a blind judge test. And then you've got 10 coming in later in the year with recipes to riches. You know, if you get your, your best recipe up, they'll sell it through Woolworths. And there's one of those deals that comes up straight away to try and fund a program. So, look, it is all about envy. I could go on for hours about the fame programs, The Voice and the rest of them. You know, Australia's Got Talent and, oh, my goodness me, look, they just, they are stacked up there. Kate Cardwell has this ridiculous notion that she'll get me on Dancing with the Stars one night. This will not happen. No, I'm telling you now that you want to play down your celebrity. (laughs) Not a celebrity. (laughs) Look, no, no, I want to tell you why, because we are so hooked up on celebrity, the idea, and in fact, or at least this is what the network's telling us that um, one of the great programs coming out this year, wait for it, hold your breath, yes. Celebrity Splash. Now, I'll just give you the idea. Okay. okay, here it is. Here it is. Great names in Australian television taken to the top of high diving boards and asked to execute, you know, <laughs> complex manoeuvres under the, the tutelage. This is a real oh, program. What? This is Channel 7. Now, I don't know whether that was just the cheapest or most suicidal idea someone could come up with, but it is certainly a way of thinning out the grounds, you know, when it comes to celebrity in Australia. There are no celebrities left, mate. I'll be watching if only for the lawsuits. <laughs> They've got you. <laughs> They've got you. So yeah. most of these programs, as you say, featured last year. Any new stuff? Yeah, yeah. Any new Look, stuff? and weirdly, again, when you run to the centre, you tend to run, you know, for a safe television, you tend to run to nostalgia. Yep. And we've got a lot of nostalgic Australian drama. Now, look, I'm not going to waste my time on yet another underbelly from Channel 9, but there's some interesting stuff coming in from uh, Channel 7. So a place to call home is a sort of a pact of the rafters come the Sullivans. You know, it's a 1950s um, town. It, Seven's got money to spend on drama at the moment, so this should really be worth seeing. Uh, you've also got um well Downton Abbey's coming back of course uh and then you've got some um in terms of the other sort of uh nostalgia areas you've got magazine wars uh which is uh the struggle between Packer and Murdoch to sort of own the media in Australia you've got power games uh which is sort of the wit oh, sorry um Sorry, Power Games is also that sort of same sort of struggle. Packer is getting a lot of television this year. Uh, And you've also got Puberty Blues is coming back for a second season. So when you come to this sort of um, safe territory, we go to the the nostalgia because, as Wit once said, nostalgia is that file that takes all the rough bits off history, makes yesterday sound good. And I think that we sort of go back saying to ourselves, if we can't be satisfied with the envy and the success, then maybe we'll, we'll look back and hope that there were better times and maybe drag them back through the TV. Yes. 
Two quick questions to finish with. News and current affairs, lots of revamps and uh, upheavals there. Is that what viewers want? And secondly, <laughs> what excites you, if anything, about this year ahead? <laughs> Everything excites me about television, okay? Um, it, yeah, look, no, I think there's great... Look, television is the quickest way to turn a great success. I don't think it's going to be in news and and um, uh, news and, and networking television like that and sort of uh, that sort of investigative TV. Sadly, that is the most expensive television that you yes. can actually buy. Yeah. Uh, to investigate a story... I mean, this is what happens when, when the chips go down with money. You get things like... Um, um, uh, the project yes. taking the place of news. Yep. Okay, now that's just bad news. Mm-hmm. Okay, but when, when some of the good things we've got coming up, we've got some great insights into human nature. Yeah. Okay, so coming up is a series, you know, the Peter Fitzsimmons book, uh, Batavia? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, bestseller on that sort of horror shipwreck. Yeah. Insight into Australian... Uh, into into us as people. If we're shipwrecked and we've got no one to intervene, what happens to human beings? Batavia's a series that's starting up. Madman's coming back for its next season. I mean, it's a brilliant insight. Now, that's an overseas one, but it's brilliant. It's on SBS. Yeah. Good on them for getting it. And Once Upon a Time in Punchbowl. Now, I know that there's... Look, if you saw uh, Once Upon a Time in... Uh, oh, gosh, it wasn't Lakemba. It was... Um, Oh, gee, I forgot. It doesn't oh, matter. Yeah, I remember There was that. a previous one on the yep. Vietnamese community. Yes. It was fantastic. This one is on the Lebanese community. We get a chance to see ourselves through the eyes of other people. There's nothing more humbling, possibly nothing a little more humiliating, I would yeah. say. So it's probably good for us every now and again to take a bit of a, a TV humility pill. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Once Upon a Time in And Punch then, Bowl. as we saw on the front pages of some of the papers today, uh, the television series of Julia Gillard knocking Kevin Rudd off. That'll be done to what? I bet it'll be on before September. Gee, I wonder what'll happen. Mark Hadley, thanks so much. Good on you. Pleasure as always. We hope you enjoyed this open house podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.